podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I am here at the intersection of style and pop culture, which today happens to be in the brand new Wash Media Studios. We are, of course, brought to you by Washed Media. And I'm here solo again today. I know um, we've been off for a few weeks, and uh, let's see, Phil was on last time, and, and the time before that was a solo. So this is, you know, I, I, I hate to do a solo to you again, um, you know, a, after a three-week hiatus, but, uh, but I think that things are, are going to be looking a little bit smoother starting next month. Um, you know, it's just been really, really hectic year so far, trying to get uh, everybody organized and various co-hosts organized, and everybody's got a million things going on. Um, and, uh, this has just been, it's been tough to get dialed into our, our weekly schedule. And I know that, uh, it's not exactly what I want and I'm sure it's not what you guys want, but in the meantime, while we get everything figured out, please do go check uh, out the podcast, uh, retail therapy. It's an offshoot of Sunday scaries. Will DeFreeze and I are doing that one every other week. And we've been very regular, very consistent about that schedule. And honestly, there's, there's quite a bit of crossover between, uh, retail therapy and club cool. And I think that the main difference is that where club cool leans fashion forward, uh, retail therapy leans culture forward. So, you know, we talk about kind of everything that's trending, uh, as, as far as, as lifestyle goes, you know, so on this most recent episode, we, we talked about, um, you know, a couple of different aesthetics that are trending on TikTok. Uh, as well as why martinis are so popular right now. But then at the end, of course, we did touch on uh, on some on some style and fashion stuff as well. We hit on bloatcore, which uh, if you're paying attention to to anything in the world of club pool, I'm sure you've heard of of bloatcore by now. But um, but it's 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 looking like bloatcore summer. That's what that's what I'm seeing on the gram anyway. So. Um, you know, we're staying on top of a lot of the same stuff over there. Uh, so, so get your fix on retail therapy while we get everything ironed out over here. Um, like I said, I'm solo today, so we are going to the well of listener questions. I shot out a prompt, um, on our Instagram stories just yesterday at club cool pod on Instagram. If you're not following along, we have started posting again, um, it's going to take me to time. It's it's going to take me a little bit of time to get more regular on there as well. Uh, but, but we are posting, we are posting stories. So, um, so give us a follow. Maybe you dropped off. Maybe you were like, these guys are never going to start posting again. And I, I do not fault you for, for thinking that, but we are. So, um, so get on over there at club cool pod on Instagram. Uh, to, you know, despite the fact that, that there may have been some drop off in, in number of followers, we, we got some great questions, um, and so I'm going to run through those, some of those today. There are definitely a few that I want to save uh, for the coming weeks when uh, I have somebody to to give a second opinion. Uh, <laughs> um, but today, these are ones that I felt really comfortable just kind of giving you my own thoughts and uh, just kind of like riffing on a little bit. So... Um, I guess without further ado, let's let's uh, let's jump in. The first prompt here, the first question was looking for advice on lightweight summer layers. So we've talked about this quite a bit, but in a place like Texas, place like Central Texas, Austin, Houston, even Dallas, and much of the Southeast and Southwest, 
summer summer layer is essentially an oxymoron. It's just not something that we get to do. Um, it's been a really hot one so far here. And, uh, you know, usually April, May, we have a little bit of opportunity to do, you know, some last minute spring layering before triple digit heat kicks in. We really haven't seen much of that this year. Uh, you know, earlier this week we had like one day, which, which honestly may have been our last hurrah as far as the opportunity to wear something heavier than a t-shirt. But for a lot of you, you're in places where you, you are getting this type of weather where you do need lightweight spring summer layers and uh and that can that can go all the way through through the summer you know I, I know that um and you know i was looking at forecasts for telluride in august where i'll be for a wedding and like the nights telluride evenings in august are going to be cold what we consider cold here like 50 fit in the 50s so you know a lot of places still need some of these uh these lightweight layers so I can still help answer this question. The, the, the first thing, the first thing that's really been kind of like bubbling up here is the sweater polo. Um, it's, th- this was like, I-, I feel like this, this kind of happened maybe five or six years ago or it tried to happen. And it was just a little bit too close to the menswear era for comfort. And so everybody, like, it was just a, like, if you wore one of these things, if you wore a banded bottom polo or something kind of like open knit or with like a big graphic stripe on it, it still felt like you were doing like Mad Men cosplay a little bit. And like, you were that guy at the bar that wouldn't stop ordering old fashions. And, uh, and so it just, (laughs) it didn't quite have the legs. Um, they are, they're back again. Um, and you know, the, the, the kind of, I'd say the foremost brand that is like pushing the look is, is Todd Snyder, which does a very buttoned up kind of elegant New York version of, of kind of classic J crew styles. So it, you know, it doesn't feel as preppy as Ralph Lauren. It doesn't feel as casual as J crew. Uh, but it's definitely not as like streetwear heavy as, as something like on my Leon door. So we talk about Todd Snyder a lot, uh, on the podcast, cause I think it's a good go-to for, for that type of look that really blends everything from like business casual to dinners out to, uh, you know, Montauk in the Hamptons to, it just kind of, it's just kind of a good coverall. Uh, and, and they are offering a lot of these types of like nicer knitted polo sweater hybrid things. And then you see that trickle down to a place like Abercrombie and Fitch, which is honestly just crushing these things right now. Um, a lot of dudes in the Discord picked one up from there. I just grabbed the light green one. I think I may have gotten the very last small in the entire company when I uh, walked into the Austin store a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it's just like, it's a really nice summer piece that you can layer on top of a t-shirt or a tank top or something like that. And you get you you just get a little bit more credit than you would with any other type of, of kind of button up because it looks a little heavier. It looks more like a layer. So it's a really easy way to like, kind of layer without really layering if that makes sense and so that's kind of my big pitch for 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 places that are truly warmer weather now um to get into the real layers so one thing that i have in my closet is a linen crew neck sweater this is a great summer layer uh it's the mine is from club monaco i think you can still find similar versions there 
Um, but you can also just, you know, do a quick Google search and, and I think you'll find, uh, other plenty of other places that are doing this type of thing. And, you know, really like it doesn't have to be linen. You're just looking for like a light cotton blend or linen blend. that's got some type of an open gauge or is just really airy and lightweight. The point here is to let air flow through. So you're getting the coverage and, and the additional layer to like trap body heat, but at the same time, a breeze can get through. It can cool you down, that type of thing. This is the perfect type of look for evenings on vacation at the beach um, or, or just kind of, you know, even for like a warm weather dinner wherever you might live, right? Um, and you can just wear this thing almost like a T-shirt. You know, you can you can certainly pop it over something, but it also functions as like a long sleeve shirt of sorts. Uh, and then finally... I mentioned this day earlier this week where we had some of this weather and I wore, um, a recent pickup from ALD is the the mechanic jacket and it's a lightweight canvas and I wore it over a t-shirt and by the afternoon it was into the high seventies. You know, I think the day it started off in the fifties, but towards three thirty, four thirty PM, it was pretty warm and I just never took this thing off and I was outside several times. And I think you, you always, you have to remember that Layering is a choice, <laughs> um, and it is a fashion choice, right? You are you are going the extra mile to look better than than the GP, if you will. Um, and so sometimes you just sometimes you just have to roll with it. And I think you know one of the things that I reminded myself of on Tuesday is that even this lightweight jacket in seventy eight degrees, it's like as long as I'm not trying to walk three miles or. Uh, you know, run somewhere or stand out in the sun for hours. It's like I-, I was comfortable in this thing all day long. Offices get cold, you know, so it's 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 not uh, it's not crazy to be in a layer like this, even if it's going to be in the 80s at some point over the day. You know, it's 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 really just a it's a choice, and and you're probably not going to overheat as much as you think that you might. Uh, now, is this like a Saturday, July? patio bar piece of outerwear absolutely not but here middle of spring going to the office you know running some errands maybe hit a happy hour doing whatever like you can definitely get away with a lightweight jacket like that so you know to to that end it's kind of just like a take your pick type of thing so um that's my spiel on lightweight summer layers for now Definitely jump in, uh, jump in the Discord. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash clubcool. Um, later today, I'll be releasing April's best stuff list, and you might find a, uh, a lightweight summer layer in there to, uh, to pick up for yourself. So um, let's take a quick break and hear from one of today's sponsors, and then we'll be back with more questions. Today's podcast is brought to you by Ritual. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. Maybe you haven't thought about multivitamins in a while. Maybe you just got, you know, you got a, a, a bad taste about them, but consider Ritual. Here's what you will not find in Ritual's multivitamin. Sugars, GMOs, major allergen, allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants. Plus, they've got a fresh taste, and it's a delayed-release capsule and those designs really make taking your vitamins easy. Um, you know, I wasn't a multivitamin guy, but I feel like in this year, 2022, 
just more than ever, we're constantly having to think about our health. You know, just it's it's always present. It's always on on top of mind. And it's just, it's nice to know that you are taking something that, that is, uh, you know, giving your body nutrients that it needs with nothing shady in it. And it just, you know, it's a, it's a peace of mind type of thing. Um, and ritual is just, it's the best in the business at, at, at doing this well. Ritual is designed with your life stage in mind. So it's now available for women, men, and teens. So, you know, they're, they're, they're dividing you off. They're saying this multivitamin is scientifically developed to help support your particular life stage. I love that. And they also make the healthy habit easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash club cool to start your ritual today. All right, we're back. Uh, here's the next one. We're jumping right back in. This is a, this is a, this is a kind of a, a, a quicker one, less, less general. What color or print of bow tie or tie do I wear with a seersucker suit? My shirt is white. All right, uh, from the jump, here's, I'm, I am, I'm drawing a line in the sand. I am I'm taking a stand and I'm I'm going I'm going out with this take. No bow ties. Do not wear a bow tie. The bow tie is dead. It's it's especially with the seersucker suit. Um and really any type of summer suit. The only the only place I like a bow tie right now is with a tuxedo. That that's the only place that it belongs to me. If you do it with a tweed blazer, you're going to look like you are dressing up in old man professor costume. And if you do it with a seersucker suit, you're going to look like you were dressing up in Kentucky Derby, like Southern dandy costume. And that's not, that's, that's what we're going to get to another question here where we talk a little bit about like leaning into a certain look and not making it costumey, right? Like there, there are all sorts of kind of gray areas when, when we're bouncing between styles and looks and trends and, and, and just like, you know, certain niche looks in general or or styles in general. Um, and I'm just right now I'm out on the bow tie. I think that, that it's, uh, it, it just looks, it just doesn't look as good as a tie. Um, and especially in the case where you're wearing a seersucker suit. So seersucker, I assume you're talking about the classic look, the, the blue and white stripe. It actually creates a really neutral palette, you know, from, from less or from further than, five or six feet away, it starts to blend together and it kind of creates a, a, a very light, almost gray palette. So the truth is it's, you can wear almost any color that you want. Uh, the world's your oyster here, as far as pattern or stripe or pin dot or, uh, paisley foulard, like you can go so many different ways. Um, if it were me, here's where, here's what I would do. I, I would type in a search for a knitted square tie to your, uh, to your Google machine. And, um, this is, you know, it's personal preference. This is what I, I picked one up from suit supply last year to wear to, uh, to a, a friend's wedding. And I, that time I wore it with just like a Navy wool suit. Um, this past weekend I wore it with a m- much more summery suit that is actually seersucker. Although it's, it's the suit that I've talked about, um, 
on recent podcasts. It's the green on green, solid color, seersucker. So, you know, different look, but same summary vibe. Uh, and it's an kind of an open knit tie. It fits in with the whole lace and artisanal, you know, shirt look that everybody wants right now. The square bottom is kind of unique, kind of rakish, kind of cool, uh, something different that catches people's eye. Uh, and when I wore it this past weekend uh, to a Sunday morning wedding, I got several compliments on it. And you can find them at any price range in any color. And so, you know, I just, here's my exact search on Google, knitted ties square. First thing that pops up, a nice dark olive from J. Crew. Beautiful. Would go great with Searsucker. The next one over, slightly more expensive, is a is a more emerald green version from Todd Snyder. Would also look wonderful with uh, with Searsucker. If you want to keep it really, really, you know, buttoned up and, and conservative and and make sure that everything looks great, find a navy one is what I would say. But I think a nice chocolatey brown would also really pop. I love brown and blue combos together. Um, you can spend as little as twenty five dollars on these if you if you you know uh, go to the tie bar. The tie bar is is you know. That's a, a a relic of the menswear era, but they're still out there churning out great pocket squares and ties. Um, Sid Mashburn, I mean, the 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 choices here are are the 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 range here, the array is very very large. You can find again any color you want. Um, so that's what I would do. I would keep it. I would go with a solid knitted square bottom tie and let that texture and style kind of speak for itself. Um, okay, let's move on. Next question. I need some major help on belts. Feeling like mine are chuggy now. What are the belt moves? Yeah, belt belts are tricky these days. I I, I hear this. Um, you know, I was thinking back like growing up, belts were were just kind of an afterthought. This was so easy, right? Like it was you walked into like Banana Republic and you grab like a brown or a black leather belt with a square silver or gold buckle, and and that was your belt. Um, I also remember like the braided belts, brown leather braided belts, usually from like Ralph Lauren. Those actually are still a good play. Um, but yeah, that's the, the that the the first belt that I described there, that kind of like traditional dress belt. That's that is pretty chuggy at the moment. I, I will I will agree with that if if that's also what you have in mind. Um, the belt that I wear the most, especially in the warmer months, but even really all year round, is a knit belt. You know, it's a cloth belt with a D ring, and it's from Isabel Morant. It's black and pink, and kind of a you know like a like a southwesterny looking Native American type uh, type print type jacquard. It, that's my favorite belt. It's what I wear the most. I think that it just kind of goes with like a lot of my my various looks and choices and styles. And so I'm constantly on the lookout for belts that are similar. The the issue that I run into is that you know if you pull up the the D-ring knit belts from a place like J Crew, they start looking really really preppy. Um, the D rings are almost always like a burnished brass or a gold instead of like a silver or pewter. And so that, that takes it into a place that feels a little bit more natty and waspy and, and not as attractive to me. Um, and then, you know, Isabel Morant still makes these things, but some of the patterns are a little bit too wild. Uh, and then they retail for more than I want to spend like 150 to $175. I think I snagged mine on sale for probably 60 or 75. 
which is more in the range of what I want to spend on a cloth belt. So, um, you know, you can always, you can also do like a canvas military style belt, um, that with, with the, the kind of like, you know, the old school kind of boy scout buck, slide buckle thing. Uh, I've, I've gotten a lot of wear out of a kind of an off white cream colored one of those. Um, double RL makes a great offering of leather belts. Uh, if you're looking for something to wear in more casual settings, maybe with jeans, maybe with boots. Uh, and then also check out a brand called Maximum Henry. I think for your just like for for the most versatile, most everyday, choose your color, choose your width, choose your buckle color, like all of that. Maximum Henry is where I would go. They they you're, you're going to find what you want here if what you're looking for is a leather belt. They do braided, they do colored leather. They offer a bunch of different widths. I still think like a one inch width belt is the right thing right now i think that one and a half is a little bit dated looks a little too workwear heavy won't go as as uh, with as much um so the one inch is what i would check out uh i'm let's say i popped over to maximum henry's website right now let's see what i can figure out yeah yes so still available the one inch is their slim standard you get five different sizes. You get like over a dozen colors and then you get to choose your buckle as well. Um, you know, over a hundred bucks. So kind of an investment piece, but I think it's something that if you, if you choose something pretty classic, like you will have this belt essentially forever. So, um, that's what maximum Henry is my suggestion for the leather belt. And then for cotton, for the knitted type of thing that I was looking, that I was saying is my favorite. You just got to keep your eye out, keep your eye, you know, especially watch for the sales coming up next month from Mr. Porter and Essence and matches at all those places. You can definitely find something kind of cool and, and funky uh, during those sales and, and get a price that makes a little bit more sense. All right, moving on. Here's the next one. Torn on summer sandals. I have a pair of Chacos that need replacing. Best alternatives? Yeah, I'm going to list a bunch of things that you've probably heard heard us talk about before on this podcast. Um, if you're talking about like the classic strappy Chaco, I, I do think that you can, I mean, it depends on what you're using it for. If you are doing hikes and camping and going outdoors and hitting up the lakes and all that type of stuff, you might just want to re-up on Chacos. I really, by the way, if you, I really like the Chaco uh, Chilos slide. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a slide version with the Still got the signature Chaco looking straps. Um, but I think that's a really cool shoe if you don't need like a full on like strapped to your foot type sandal. Um, Teva obviously does like a lot of great stuff. I'm still a big fan of theirs. Um, Suicoke is a brand that like if you want to be really fashiony about it, that's probably the call. That's S-U-I-C-O-K-E. You'll find those at all the the multi-brand luxury e-tailers. Um and you can find everything from like sandals that look just like a Teva. Uh, you can also find like slides that look like this from Christos. You can find rubber and EVA. They've got a really, really wide range. Um, and all of it will kind of fit more into that to the fashion landscape, uh, especially if you like things like engineered garments or capital or, or whatever else. Um, Birkenstocks, the, Ari- the EVA Arizonas, they cost like 40 or $45. Everybody in the Discord was going off about these last summer. That was definitely the choice du jour for for people 
going to lake parties or hitting uh, uh, beach vacations or just wearing to the pool. Um, I, I vouch for those. Um, I w- uh, last year, I was kind of torn on the Arizona. I always think the Arizona looks a little bit feminine, and I don't love them on my feet. Uh, I see them on other dudes. They look great. They look totally fine. So maybe I'll give them a shot this year. Uh, and then the last thing, my last answer here, kind of spin off of the Birkenstock Arizona, which is a choice in and of itself. In and of itself, but there are the the sandal is kind of back, the kind of the the nice sandal. Um, and so there are lots of kind of like luxury leather designer versions of Birkenstock Bostons and Arizonas. Brand that comes to mind is Officine Creative, um, which there's a very wide uh, range of choices available on Mr. Porter. Um, investment, absolutely an investment. You will not get away with a pair of these for less than a couple hundred bucks, and that's if you find a great sale on them. But I, I think that if you want something really polished and classy looking and and just kind of like very elevated this is definitely the move. Like this is, uh, their, their sandal that is essentially the same shape as the Arizona is called the Agora. And I just love the way they look, man. It's, um, they, they, they lack the, they, they kind of swap out the, the kind of metal buckle that you find on an Arizona for just like a leather tab. And it just looks really, really nice. And I love the way it looks. So if you're looking for something to really kind of like almost dress up or just, wear in a more elevated way this is this is definitely the call and they, they've got everything they've got stuff that looks like bottega veneta they've got uh penny loafers that that are you know really kind of cushy and and probably super comfortable they do sneakers they do a lot so it's a it's just a nice brand to have in the rolodex if you're ever looking for an upgrade on uh on any of those fronts all right let's see what else do we have Ooh, here's a good one Attending the PGA next month. Any style tips? Yeah, I got I got style tips. I, okay, this is a, the the you go to a golf tournament. You maybe you've heard the guys on Circling Back talk about this, but like the look is extremely homogenous, and that makes sense. Um, you know, the people that go to golf tournaments are generally people that like golf, and it's a sport that people are really proud to play and. Part of the culture is where you've played and what trips you've gone on to play golf and what course are you a member at? What country club do you go to? Like, you know, what, have you been to the Masters before? Have you been to other tournaments before? So it's all it's all it's all about at the tournaments. You know, th- this is like this is a a group of people joining to kind of like share in this this sport that that they all feel like they're a part of. So there's a lot of there's just a lot of that, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to use the, the phrase showing off and I don't really mean that in a negative way, but it, it's quite a bit of like, you know, which logo is on your polo, which logo is on your hat. Um, and then <laughs> the most consistent thing of all has to be the khaki shorts paired with, you know, three years ago, all bird sneakers. Now it, it is just like on running as far as the eye can see. Um, and so, like, honestly, it, if you want to blend in, then choosing your best dry fit polo from the coolest course you've been to is totally a fine move. Like I, I don't, I don't fault anybody for doing that, but, um, if you want to just stand out a little bit, don't, don't wear a dry fit polo. 
that that's that's the easiest thing. Wear a, a cotton polo. Wear um, wear one of these knitted sweaters that we talked about up top. Like that would be a really fun, cool way to 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 zag when everybody is zigging. Um, but then most importantly, just don't wear khaki shorts with paired with on running sneakers. Um, that's if if you don't want to just be like another bro on the course. That that's that's the biggest thing. And I don't know what it is. What else? What you know? What really like? What, what it is if you're not wearing those, but like, I don't know, man, mesh shorts that, you know, those are everywhere right now. Um, you know, flex in a pair of Teddy Santa's new balances or, you know, even just switching it up to like Nike trail shoes or, or, um, or wear your hydro mocks out there. I don't know. Uh, but that's, that's kind of my style. That's my style tip. If you going to a golf tournament, those are kind of your choices. Do you want to just kind of blend in with everybody and join in the fun of like showing off, uh, that you've been to the masters or played Pebble beach, go for it, do it. Um, if you want to look a little bit more stylish than everybody else, then, then just make those tweaks, um, wear a cooler polo, wear a cooler collared shirt, go for a, go for a, a, a fun printed camp collar. Uh, if you want, um, you know, another way to differentiate good sunglasses, don't don't just go Ray Ban Wayfarers or Costa del Mars or, or or whatever, you know. Pick a pick a fun pair of sunglasses. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very homogenous look, and so the best way to stand out is to zag while everybody zigs, and that's what I would say. Um, okay, I've got a few more that I'm going to answer here, but we've got to take another quick break and hear from another of today's lovely sponsors. Look, we all know nothing lasts forever. This beautiful spring weather that we're having, it's only going to be here for a little bit longer. But hey, when you buy a new plant for your lawn, shouldn't be able to make it through the month? Fastgrowingtrees.com definitely thinks so. In spring and summer, these are the seasons for finally getting outdoors, for entertaining, having pool parties, inviting your friends over for barbecues. But if you're going to do all that, your yard, it can't look like a plant cemetery or nobody is going to enjoy it as much. So get your place looking like a resort easy with fast-growing trees. When it comes to caring for your plants, know-how matters. That's why fastgrowingtrees.com's experts curate thousands of plant varieties that will thrive in your specific climate and location and be catered to your needs. There's no waiting in lines, no messy cars from hauling plants all over town because you order online or over the phone and your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days. Plus, They've got growing and care advice available 24-7. So whether you're looking for increased privacy or maybe some shade, or you just want to add some natural beauty to your yard, Fast Growing Trees has the perfect plants and the expertise to help you find them. Even if you've never had a green thumb, they'll make you feel like you do. One million home gardeners have already seen what FastGrowingTrees.com can do for them. That one million includes me. My favorite plants that we have at the house, these muley grasses that sit right out in the front. They are the welcome center for, for our home. That's what I, that's what, that's my favorite thing that we have. It's from fast growing trees. Um, I just, I love it, man. It's, it's, uh, you, you got to check this out. It's so easy. They really do know how to help and put you in the right plant, which is so important because like I just said, like I, I am not a person with a green thumb and you don't have to have one with fastgrowingtrees.com. They've got a 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, so you can trust that everything will be healthy for years to come. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash clubcool right now, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. 
Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash clubcool. One more time, that's fastgrowingtrees.com slash clubcool. Okay, we are back. Got a time for a couple more questions. I like this one quite a bit. Okay, got a couple. They've got a July wedding in Montana, but they live in Atlanta, a very opposite vibe. What's the move here? Okay, well, I mentioned uh, just a minute ago that I have a wedding in Telluride in August. So, a, 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 you know, similar vibe, I would say, but, um, but maybe, you know, I think that Montana is even more specific. And so, look, everybody loves the most popular show on cable television, of course, talking about Yellowstone. And part of the reason that we love it is because of the unbelievable style that we get to see on a Montana ranch, right? So th this is your chance to look like an extra on the set of Yellowstone and not feel weird about it at all or like you're out of place. So uh, I, wh whether it's maybe you need a faux fur stole or you want to get a concho belt or like maybe some turquoise jewelry is in order, maybe a nice big belt hat. I don't know. You, th this is, th I would Google like 90s Ralph Lauren ads as well or the, the double RL ads of, of old um, and just pull some inspiration. The other thing to think about is if you're going to be in Montana, you know, I don't know where the wedding is, but it's possible that it's taking place outdoors. So you also got to think about footwear. Like this is, this is probably not the, the time for the, the five inch stiletto heels, right? You might be walking through grass or soft ground or be outside for long stretches of time or be in a spot where it is going to drop 25 degrees over the course of 30 minutes. So, you know, I, I, this is the chance to, to kind of like do something a little bit different. I would say, you know, as, as if you're, if you're in Atlanta, most of the weddings you go to are probably very formal, maybe black tie optional. So you're, you're, what you're used to is getting buttoned up in a Navy suit or a tux. Uh, and for the ladies, you know, you're like, you're picking a semi-formal dress something from Revolve or Reformation or or wherever or Nordstrom or Neiman's or wherever it might be. And uh, this is, I would just use this opportunity to have a little bit more fun with that selection and really kind of like dress to the setting and the surrounding. Um, and so to, for, for Montana, I know it's not technically part of the Southwest, but it certainly has like a lot of, of that connotation to me. Um, and so I, you know, I think that you can, you can choose things that feel very, uh, mountainy region and, 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 and has some of that like Southwest inspiration. Think about places like Santa Fe, um, and Arizona and, and Durango, Colorado. And, uh, and yeah, just watch a few episodes of Yellowstone, pull some inspo and start shopping around. There's, um, Howler Brothers was actually just featured in uh, a, we had a shirt featured in a big editorial spread uh, for Cowboys and Indians magazine. And uh, if <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll drop the link somewhere. Uh, you can DM me if, or I'll, I'll DM it straight to you, the person that asked this question, just to, to kind of, and if you're interested in it, just, just hit me up in the Discord or in DMs. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of over the top, like all, you know, but I, there are lots and lots of ind individual pieces featured that I just thought were really, really cool. Um, 
you know, maybe you've been thinking about a pair of Western boots, maybe like a little shorty pair of Western boots. This is a great opportunity to get some like some cool suede ones from Tacovas or something like that. Uh, there's, there's a lot that you can do here. And uh, even if it's just as simple as accessorizing with things that you wouldn't for a wedding in Atlanta, I, I think that's the move. I think that's the play is to just kind of like enjoy and dress for the surroundings. Okay. Here's the next one. What's the go-to company for blanks and basics for taller guys? I'm six foot four and nothing fits right. And then the fo- kind of follow-up to this one from a from another listener, t-shirt fits. Gone are the days with the painted on t-shirts. What is the right fit for guys? Okay, so the first thing I'm gonna do here is just vouch for my personal favorite t-shirts from a company called Standard Issue. Standard Issue Tees. They do a lot of amazing stuff. They do a great thermal for the fall winter months. Um, but all year round, they do their standard t-shirt. It costs 30 to $35. They do garment washes and pigment dyes and solids and basics. And it is, it, you know, it's the, it's my simplest answer for what is the right fit for guys. It is, it falls somewhere in between what I would consider, you know, so I'll just use other other reference points. My favorite, like kind of classic T-shirt is James is from is just the standard Cotton Crew from James Purse. And when I'm wearing like, when I get like a little bit more traditional, a little bit more just kind of like warm weather, summery, shorter shorts, uh, you know, van sneakers, that type of thing, and I'm not really looking fashiony, so to speak, uh, or street, or or if I'm not leaning streetwear. The James Purse is my favorite T-shirt. That that's um, so that's that's where I'll start. But it's also the slimmest T-shirt that I wear now. On the other end of the spectrum, um, my favorite streetwear T-shirt is from Uniform LA. It's the Artist Tee. You've heard Phil and I mention these guys all the time. We've had Pat come on uh, to talk to us twice now, uh, and and the Artist Tee. That's my favorite, like boxy, kind of like more fashion forward, kind of like you know a little bit more streetwear. Uh, type T. The standard issue is in between those two. And if I had to just wear one t-shirt for forever, that the, the standard issue is what I would wear. It's, it's, it doesn't look either or, and therefore it fits with all of the above looks. The other thing I've been noticing recently is that outerwear is just more cropped than ever. Um, you know, whether you're shopping from like a brand like Bare Knuckles, which is doing, or, or No Maintenance, which is doing really, really cropped stuff, or Reese Cooper, all of their outerwear is super cropped. Um, the mechanics jacket that I mentioned from Ame, very cropped. And so you need you need some shorter t-shirts, and, and the standard issue ones just find a really nice sweet spot and length as well. Um, and those, so I've, you know, I've given you three options there for, for all t-shirts that I would consider the right fit, but the standard issue is, is definitely is, is the one that is just like a, is that's the Goldilocks t-shirt. Um, and that's, and, and just to, to elaborate a little bit more, there are a lot of right fits. I just, I just mentioned three. The one thing, like you already mentioned that is, that's not happening anymore. We're just, we're not showing off, we're not showing off the guns like we were seven, eight years ago, right? Like this is where we are. Everything is, everything has been loosening up over the last five years. T-shirts are no exception. Um, and, and so you just want something that is casual and comfortable and works with everything from like shorter shorts 
to Levi's 501s to a nice pair of chinos that you can wear with Jordans or loafers or anything in between. And, uh, and, and so that's, that's really what you're looking for is just that, the, that hybrid that can go from, from place to place and, and look to look. Um, okay. Specifically for the taller guys, six foot four is tall. Uh, so one thing that I'll mention is, is that, that I, whenever you guys come to me with questions about kind of like, just like extended sizing or, or being a very specific size, J crew offers a lot of t-shirts in tall fits. Bonobos also does the same where they have a very wide range of like both overall shapes and then, uh, lengths for specific heights. So you can really kind of like, those are two brands where you can try to dial it in. Now, neither one will offer you the most fashion-y t-shirt. And and so what I can offer you here is that, you know, friend of the pod, Ross Bolin, he's not quite 6'4", but I think he is 6'3". And he wears a lot of t-shirts from Zanarobe, and they always seem to look great on him. So that that's one brand, you know, I know that that the overall vibe of Zanarobe with the, the joggers and the graphic tees and, and everything that they've kind of like drilled down into and have not let go is also not like what is currently the most in vogue, but they still do great basics, great, um, great, great solid tees, stuff like that. And if they're good for Ross, they might be good for you as well. Uh, last thing that I'll mention, Buck Mason. So Buck Mason became, it's another brand that is one of Ross's favorites they became really popular with like their curved hem tees. Again, I would go straight hem these days, but I, I get the sense that they are maybe cut a little bit longer um, if they were working for Ross and, and because they were based on that curved hem. And then, man, there's just a lot of tees out there that I find too long for me. And so that's that's another thing that, you know based on your height, you can kind of use to your advantage. So, uh, for, for me, uh, you know, I was just talking about cropped outerwear. A lot of that stuff works really well for me. So like, I, I that's one of the reasons I love Reese Cooper is because the, the shirts and the tees are, are, are cropped. And so they look great on me, <laughs> even if it's not necessarily like, even if they're intended to be very, very cropped, they just look really good on me. So same thing kind of applies here for you. A brand like John Elliott, a little bit more expensive, I know, but but, um, but like, I can't wear their university tee, kind of their, their version of a, of just a, you know, basic boxy tee because it's so freaking long. Um, and, and I, I mentioned uniform, their, their vintage tee and their raw hem tee, both really, really cool silhouettes that I can't quite dial in my size for because I need a small, but I'd prefer the length of an extra small. And so that, that's definitely something that you should look in. Check out, check out the vintage t-shirts, the vintage crews from uniform because they, they are cut a little bit longer and it, it, you know, you can kind of use that height to your advantage to, to go for a shirt that is maybe intended to have a little bit extra length, but on you, it just looks perfect. So it's all about kind of finding the brands that are doing things and then kind of like using those cuts to your advantage. Uh, all right. I think I've got time for one more here. Okay, I like this. What are your go-to shoes? You guys never ask. I, I love this type of question. Just like, what 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 is my go-to pair of shoes? I, I so yeah, my go-to pair of shoes is Nike Tailwind seventy nines in the pumice gray color. Um, when I that those are the shoes that I probably reach for the most, and they are also the shoes that when I like, I'm getting dressed and I put on an outfit, and I'm like, all right. 
what shoes do I wear? I'm not sure. That's that, those are like my my kind of my my fix all my 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 solve for everything. If I just need some, if I like don't really know what to wear, or if it's going to be rainy, inclement weather, I'm okay wearing those. That's everything. So that's I've been scouring eBay and Grailed for additional pairs of Nike Tailwind 79s. In fact, recently because Nike is not making them anymore, and I would like to have a couple of pairs just kind of like on backup. Um, you know, to, to, to have in the, in the cooler once my pairs kind of exhaust themselves because I'm wearing them so much, uh, beyond that, I wear the, I wear Solomon XT sixes and XT fours quite a bit. They fit well with like the howler vibe. They fit well with like, you know, what's happening with like Gorp core. I can wear them with like techier shorts or mesh shorts. They, 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 they just kind of, they're nice because of how they, they, they go back and forth between like outdoor and kind of like, you know, howler type fits. And then you can, because the Gorp core thing trends so hard right now, you can also bring them over and, and make them look fashiony too. Um, so those are probably my most worn sneakers right now. And then for spring, summer, and I, I, I hate this answer because I never want to tell you guys that like what you need is a wildly extravagant pair of shoes and that's the only thing that works, but Y'all know that I'm not really a loafer guy. The one pair of loafers that I found last year that I could just wear with everything and that I really loved was Fear of God's The Loafer. Um, that was absolutely an investment purchase, but I wore them a ton, and I will wear them a lot again this summer. Uh, the shape, the apron toe, the sneaker sole, like it all just worked for me so much better than like when I tried the Amelion Door loafers. Um, so that's that. that's also like you know, my, my, my summer answer for when I'm not wearing sneakers, but, but the short answer is the Nike Tailwind 79. That secondary answer, Solomon XT4s and 6s. And then the third answer is, is that pair of Fear of God loafers. Um, but I'm always on the lookout for this type of stuff. You know, I wear a lot of the Vans Epoch, uh, that, that's another one that I'll, I'll wear again a lot this summer, but I'm, I'm kind of constantly looking for, you know, that, that next shoe, that can slot into that Tailwind 79 space, you know, because uh, Chucks are great, Vans are great, but they they do become really ubiquitous. I also don't find either one of them the most comfortable shoe for my feet. So also looking for stuff that is just very, very wearable all day long and uh, constantly on the lookout. So that'll wrap it up for us today. Thank you, everybody, for your questions. I got a bunch more here that I'm going to get to as well when I get phil back in the studio uh in the meantime thank you for listening thanks for tuning in thanks for following us thanks for subscribing to the patreon and and chatting with us in the discord we really 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 appreciate it uh thank you to to our sponsors today um we would not be here without the sponsors so give them a look fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool and ritual dot com slash club cool those links are in the podcast description for easy easy access support them support the podcast we love you we thank you we will be back soon adios